0: Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. I am a teen mom turned speaker, author, and mompreneur. My mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all you ever dreamed of and more. I will teach you how to level up your lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Join me every Tuesday for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. You will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right, again, so welcome to the Mom Keys and Mental Peace podcast. I'm so happy to have you all here. If this is your first time, welcome. Um, if you have not, please follow me on both Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date for all of my live podcast episodes, as well as any content that I share. You can follow me on IG at Tari Kaya and on Facebook at Tari Kaya Allen Butler Um, If you are not, I would love to have you join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community. Um, I'll have the link to that in the show notes for the podcast, as well as link in bio for Instagram and the comments for Facebook and pretty much what we do in the community. We're still in the building phase, but um, I share weekly content, exclusive content to my community on the email list um, that I don't share here on social media. So be sure to join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community. If you have not, please subscribe to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast um, or any platform that you listen to your podcast. I have those links available in the show notes, in the bio, and in the comment section. Um, And if you've been enjoying the podcast, leave your girl a review. Let me know how you've been enjoying the episodes, um, which episodes have been hitting for you, um, any content that you would like to see more of. Just kind of let me know on that um, platform when you leave your review. Um, And also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I just created that, building it up together. So all of the live um, podcast episodes that I do, the video format will be available on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe so you're linked in and tapped in for all of that new exclusive um, material as it comes out on YouTube. All right, so let's get into today's talk, um, which I'm excited about. It's called Five Life Skills to Teach Your Kids. So um, the theme of this month will be relationships, um, tips on relationships with your kids, interacting with them. Today is life skills. So I'm all for like child development, <laughs> um, things that help children with their independence and then um, just learning skills to apply like in their real everyday life right i'm all for teaching them things that you didn't know as a kid um to help them in their adulthood so that's what we're going to hop into today all right so it is hard to believe but <laughs> the true fact or the circle of life has proven that our kids will one day be adults <laughs> right? It's hard to believe, it's hard to think of, especially if you have like a small little baby, like I have a one year old, and I can't believe that at some point he's gonna grow up and be an adult. I also have a 13 year old who's like passing the halfway mark (laughs) or approaching the halfway mark of adulthood. So this is like mind blowing, right? But it's the reality of life. So we have to prepare our children for adulthood because they will definitely face trials, tasks, and responsibilities that they have to survive in this world without us around. Now, granted, some of us as adult kids still reach out to our parents (laughs) and there is nothing wrong with that. Um, But there are certain things that it's just like, they have to know, you're not gonna be around to help them or teach them all the time, right? Because at some point our time is gonna come. So we want to be sure that our kids are well equipped for adulthood, that they're prepared with um, mental health skills, life skills, physical skills, all the skills, <laughs> right? That they're just um, as equipped as possible for adulthood. So it's important to start teaching life skills from birth, I say, but it's never too soon to start. It's important to start as soon as possible. So that it's is second nature to them by the time that they're adults. Proverbs 22 and 6 tells us to direct our children on the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. So this not only applies to, you know, teaching them the principles of God as far as the right path and where they should go. But this scripture also includes those life skills that if they learn them now or at an earlier age, they will not depart from them when they get older. It'll be ingrained in them. And like I said, kind of second nature. Um, there's a lot of tasks that kids can complete now based off the skills that you teach them. And this is dependent on their age. Um, so if you have younger kids, I know you're probably thinking, I got this baby they can't help me do nothing. (laughs) I feel you, but this is where the, um, the speech therapy comes in for me, the speech therapist skills that I've learned, even if you have younger skill, excuse me, even if you have younger kids, When it comes to teaching them life skills, you can just kind of talk about what you're doing or narrate it. So talk about what you're doing, how you do it, the steps to complete the task and why you are doing it. Um, I know that there are a lot of people right now who are suggesting that, you know, you hire help, don't do things alone by yourself, you know, disperse activities or home tasks, like getting somebody to clean your house or do your groceries, run your errands. But listen, (laughs) I have found that your kids can help with these tasks as well. You do not have to pay and outsource help for everything. Now, certain things that you or your kids can't do, that's cool, but I don't feel like everything has to be outsourced to somebody that you're paying for them to complete it. There are certain things that you can teach your kids how to do that A, saves you money and B, teaches them life skills that they're gonna need and going to use um, in their future anyway, (laughs) all right? So as a result of me teaching my 13, six-year-old, and yes, one-year-old life skills, I have been able to eliminate certain tasks off of my list that they can handle on their own. I see this as a win-win situation for everybody, (laughs) all right? So let me get into my notes here. Ah, My page isn't scrolling. Not sure. All right. So maybe. okay. also with this, maybe certain life skills, um, you had to learn the hard way as an adult because nobody showed you the best way to do it when you were a kid. So now is your chance to change that narrative and teach your kids the skills. Now, I know for me, um, one example I can think of is I didn't know how to get a money order to pay my rent whenever I moved out. At I'm 19 years old. That's not something that was taught to me or talked about. So I kind of had to learn the hard way, like, no, they don't accept cash. No, I can't pay with this debit card. I had to learn the steps of going to the bank or to the grocery store, getting a money order, telling them how much I need it for. Um, I also learned that there's different prices for money orders, like some are for 99 cent while others are like $5. So like I said, I kind of had to learn that skill through trial and error. And that's just one example. For you, maybe your parents didn't teach you how to open a bank account, how to save money, how to pay a light bill, certain things like that. And you just had to learn on your own or the hard way, either through mistakes, late payments, (laughs) or whatever the case may be. Um, You just had to learn in a way that wasn't conducive or helpful to you. So we're trying to help our kids to be prepared and avoid um, some of those mistakes. So we're going to hop into five life skills to teach your kids. All right. The first life skill that you can teach your kids is how to add events to a family calendar. Now, I love my family calendar. This is something that we have and incorporate in our house. Um, I have the whiteboard one that has the month and you can kind of fill in the days um, each month as it goes. But there's nothing wrong with a good old flip calendar. Y'all know at the beginning of the year, um, like Dollar Tree and Walmart, they'll have those picture themed calendars. You can definitely get one of those. Um, A calendar on your phone, you know, that helps as well. But have some type of a family calendar in a neutral place of your house. So I like to keep my calendar in the kitchen. It's a neutral place, everybody passes it. It's visual for everybody to see. You want to use this as a tool and a way to teach planning and organization as a family. So on your calendar, um, whenever you're planning out the month for your family, have your kids sit with you as you're doing this task. Um, Talk about what you're putting in on each day. So some things that I like to add are um, events, bills, paydays, doctor's appointments, hair appointments, um, any of these things that you have going on for the month, add them onto your calendar and talk about them with your kids as you're adding them. If they have certain sporting events that are going on and they're old enough to know like the days and the times that those are, make it a requirement for them to add it to your family calendar so that they're keeping up with their stuff and what they have going on for the month. Um, I love to color coordinate my calendar by task. Um, this helps like visually to see what we have going on. And it just makes more sense and gives me that order and organization that I like. So, for example, for green, um, if anything is green, that means that it's a bill or it's a payday for somebody in in our household. If something I add to the calendar is blue, that means that there's some sort of a meeting or a sporting practice or event going on. Um, Well, not an event, but a sporting practice or a sports game going on. Um, And anything that's black on the calendar means that this is any type of appointment, like a doctor appointment, hair appointment, or some type of event, like a birthday party or something going on like that. So. This teaches your kids how to plan out their month and how to be responsible with their time. I cannot think of how many times I know when me and my husband first got together, um, I would ask like, when is his phone bill due or how much is it? And he legit did not know. Like, oh, I think it's due on one of these days. And in my mind with me being so type A and organized, I'm like, how do you not know? <laughs> Don't you have this wrote down somewhere? So that's why I like having um, that calendar in the kitchen as like this neutral place that everybody can see. Now, granted, I have my calendar and my phone as well. But like I said, that neutral place where everyone can see is more of like a family involved thing. They can ask questions if they have questions about what's on the calendar. And like I said, they can be involved, too, by adding their own special events. Um, my daughter, she's six. She knows that every Wednesday she has gymnastics and i will say doing this method helps um if you have a kid that asks a lot of questions like when are we doing this what does this happen where when are we going here this wrote out <laughs> visual kind of gives them that answer that they can go to and refer to themselves they don't have to keep asking you over and over so how suggests suggest that you teach your kids how to add events to a family calendar And just think as they're adults and they get with their spouse or their family, this is a skill that they're bringing to the table. If their spouse doesn't have it, that's all right, because they got it and they can teach their kids and keep this as something that um, continues in the family. All right. The second life skill that you should teach your kids is how to use a debit card. Now we don't really use cash that much anymore. So I feel like it's important for our kids to understand how to use a debit card um, to make purchases, how to add money to it um, and things like that. I know that um, in 2022, there was a lot about coin shortages and things like that. So I definitely see in the near future that cash and coins will probably be a thing in the past. So it's really important that our kids learn how to use a debit card now. Now we think of it as second nature because we've you know had debit cards for a while we use them frequently but think about how often you kind of stop and talk to your kids about what you're doing with your debit card or what it means to have a debit card so you can start by talking about the information on the debit card your name your debit card number the expiration date that CBC number on the back, all of those things, just go over the different parts and the different information that's on the physical card. All right, you can teach them about a pin number and the importance of keeping that information confidential. So teaching them those tips, like don't use um, your social security number or your birthday, like it might be easy for you to remember, but those numbers are also easy for hackers and people that's trying to get (laughs) into your business. For them to remember too so you can talk to them about like how to come up with um a, a safe pin number or a good pin number and keep it confidential um you can show them the different ways that they can use their card to make a purchase so um if this is something that younger kids can help with um, letting them put the card in the machine the little insert card or letting them tap the chip at the top whenever you're making a purchase at the store um Also, you can show them how you can enter the numbers manually if you're making like an online purchase, something on Amazon or whatever, and you have to put the numbers in. Um, This is kind of where your older kids comes in and you can teach them that, like, I'm putting in my debit card number. Now I have to put in my expiration date and the CVC number on the back and explain what all those numbers mean and why you're entering them. Um, You can explain how your debit card is connected to the bank account. And then you can go into withdrawals and deposits are so talk about how when you work a job your money deposits to your bank account and your bank account is connected to your debit card and you're using this to you know make purchases you can go to the atm with your debit card and add money or take money off um especially like when your paycheck hits you can take cash out by going to the atm with your debit card so This conversation can go, you know, further into savings and budgeting. It's pretty much, you know, all up to you and how deep you want to go with it. um, As far as that conversation, if there are some things that you don't know about finances, this is a great opportunity for y'all to look up some things and learn them together. It's never too late um, to start talking about finances, you know, all around. But, you know, starting with the debit card, something very basic, kind of, sets that foundation to open up that window to talk about other things in regards to finances which definitely is an important life skill for our kids to know (laughs) those um basic money finance skills all right the third thing or the third life skill to teach your kids is how to clean their own room now this life skill is a huge game changer in motherhood motherhood world Because if your kids learn how to clean their own room, then you won't have to clean it for them anymore. (laughs) That's a task freed up for you, sis. You don't got to hire nobody. You don't got to go in there and do it yourself. and Look around at the room like what in the world has happened in here. If you teach them these life skills, how to clean their room, they will be able to do it themselves. And get this, your kids can learn how to clean their room as young as one year's old. I kid you not. Don't underestimate what your kids can do with my one year old in here. We kind of sing a little cleanup song, make a little game out of it. There's a million cleanup songs um, that kind of helps with that motivation. But he's starting with something as simple as, you know, picking up his toys with his brothers and sisters and putting them in the um, toy box. He also understands now, like if I'm changing his clothes or taking off his dirty clothes, he knows to take his clothes and put it in his dirty clothes basket, easy. He's one years old. We're starting those skills early and then you just build onto it as they get older, right? Something as simple as putting something in a basket that's cleaning up. Um, you can teach your child how to put away their dirty clothes in the hamper or put away their toys in a box. So kind of what I just went over there. Um, you can show them how to make their bed. This is an important life skill. Um, especially when it comes to cleaning your room, because when that bed is made, it really sets the atmosphere for the whole room (laughs) to look clean and that nice finished look. So teach them about, you know, how to put the fitted sheets on the mattress, then your second sheet, then your quilt or your bigger cover and your pillows. Again, you can make this into a game or an activity. It doesn't have to be anything strenuous or hard. Definitely try to make it fun. Um, you can teach your kids how to sweep or vacuum their room floor. I cannot tell y'all how many kids, I work at a school, um, that I've seen hold a broom the wrong way or don't know what a broom is, don't know what to do with a broom. And they're like 10, 11 years old. So definitely start as soon as possible. My six-year-old, um, she sweeps the kitchen floor for me um, at times when I'm like washing the dishes and I'll have her sweep. Now, granted, she doesn't get everything, it's not perfect, but she knows how to hold a broom. She understands the basics of like sweeping trash into a pal and grabbing the dustpan and sweeping it up together. Now for that, you know, I'll have to help her with, but again, it's just those foundational skills of learning what this looks like and how to do it. Not saying that it's going to be perfect every time or that they'll know how to do every task but just starting to show them (laughs) or give them that awareness that this is how you do this skill. Um, Also (laughs) with my six year old, she is able to fold and put away her own laundry. My 13 year old does his own laundry as well. Now he washes, dries, folds and puts away his laundry. For my daughter, um, she can help me, you know, put the clothes in the washing machine. I'll let her pour the detergent. She can put the clothes in the dryer, take them out. Now, she has learned how to fold. I believe my mother-in-law taught her this skill, but we started with the basics like towels and washcloths because those are just like four corners that you match and bring together, right? Really easy. But sis knows how to fold her pajamas, fold her clothes. Sis even knows how to hang her stuff up on a hanger. (laughs) Okay, so again, there's no age limit for this sometimes i think we think like five years old six years old that's way too young to do this but have you even tried to show them or talked about it with them like you don't know until you know all we can do is assume they don't know how to do this or i don't have time to show them this or i don't feel like doing that when you could be saving yourself some time and stress if you take the time to teach the skill then they're able to do it themselves so highly recommend that. For your younger kids, you can make it their laundry into like a game with categories. So say you're doing laundry and you're folding the clothes, but you can have them to put like their socks in a pile, their underwear in a pile, their t-shirts, and, you know, have specific drawers for those clothing items, their pajamas, you know, make it into like a category game for them. They can always learn Um, It's different levels pretty much is what I'm getting at for the types of skills they can learn and implement. All right. The fourth skill to teach your kids, the fourth life skill to teach your kids is how to wash and clean their own body. So this is something that can be practiced at birth. And this again is where my speech therapy background comes in. So if you have smaller children or babies Talk to them about each body part that you are washing. Talk about what you're doing when you grab the soap and the wash rag. Talk about the materials that you have, the water. When you're rubbing the soap together, talk about what you're doing to make bubbles on their wash rag um, as you're cleaning and washing their body. If you have older children, teach them the importance of good hygiene and what that looks like, which is like washing those... My mama called them hot spots. I don't know if you heard of them. Your three hot spots, or well, your four hot spots. <laughs> but making sure that you're washing your important areas, making sure that you're using deodorant, brushing your teeth, cleaning your ears, all of these things, we feel like they're mundane. And oh, they should just know that because that's what we do. But y'all, sometimes these things need to be talked about <laughs> or have a conversation about because it's not happening at all, even with like our school age kids, some of them become to school and they breath be a little tart <laughs> or be a little musty, you know, like we wanna help avoid that, especially as they get into adulthood. So if they can learn these important hygiene tools and body parts names and things like that early, this will prevent them from being picked on when they get in middle school and high school about their body odor. We've all been there. We've all been in high school, middle school before. Nobody wants to be picked on about their hygiene, (laughs) right, at any point. You don't want to be known as the person that stank, either under your armpits, your breath, none of that, right? So we're preparing our kids now by teaching these skills early and how important hygiene is. All right, the last and final life skill to teach your kids is how to make a phone call. Now, again, these things sound very simple, like it's just what you do. But y'all, I have seen so many jokes about adult children calling their parents to schedule them a doctor's appointment um, because they're too afraid to call themselves or they don't know what to say or feel nervous, (laughs) right, to talk on the phone. So even though this is funny, we can teach our kids these skills early so that they have the confidence to call anybody on the phone and handle their business like an adult, right? So talk about um, how to look up important numbers and save them in the context of their phone. So luckily, our kids um, have the Internet and in their phones. So you can just do a quick Google search for, you know, a doctor's office or if you're trying to order food, you can just Google search the um, restaurant. They don't have to go in the phone book and search by alphabetical order anymore. <laughs> So just teach them, like, hey, this is a simple skill. You can just Google um, the name of what you're looking for. Um, And then you can talk about how to um, have correct phone etiquette. So stating your name whenever you are on the phone. Tell them why you're calling, especially, like, for a doctor's appointment. Um, And ask who you need to speak to, if it's a specific person that they're trying to reach, teach them that protocol and that etiquette of how to go about that state in your name why you're calling and who you need to speak to explain the importance of speaking clearly and slowly so that other people can understand what they are saying so i know a lot of us we have our phone voice or our professional voice that's different than how we talk to our friends um yes hello i would like to speak (laughs) to you know that voice so Teach them that, even though that's funny, it's important to speak clearly and slowly so that the other person can understand what you are saying. Um, A good way to practice this is by letting your kids order food in the drive-thru. I have let mine do it before, and it's so funny to see either sometimes they're kind of nervous and unsure what to say, or they're not speaking up loud enough for the people to hear them. So this is a great time to practice that phone conversation or that phone etiquette um, in a drive-through. You can also have them do this um, if you're ordering takeout to order the food on the phone. I've had my daughter um, do these things before and it's hilarious, (laughs) Um, the process of that. But yes, these are great opportunities for them to practice. If they are younger, like your smaller kids, you can um, role play and do pretend play activities where you're pretending to be on the phone, or like they're calling to schedule an appointment. You know, you can pretend to be the doctor on the phone while they're calling. These are those great opportunities. Again, this is the speech therapist in me, Um, but those pretend play opportunities are great ways to practice that back and forth conversation and that phone etiquette, all right? So just a quick review, five life skills to teach your kids. The first one is how to add events to a family calendar. The second skill is how to use a debit card. The third skill is how to clean their own room. The fourth skill is how to wash and clean their own body. And the fifth skill is how to make a phone call. So real quick, I have two reflection questions for you um, with this. So just kind of stop and think, did your parents teach you life skills before you went on your own into adulthood? If they did or didn't, how did this impact your life? And also, what are some life skills that you can start teaching your children today? Um, As far as resources today, I found this great list or two great lists um, that had just a little bit more life skills that you can teach your kids. Of course, the five I shared are not the only five that you can teach them, but I feel like they're pretty important to start with. It's a good starting place. So um, in the show notes for the podcast, I have links below um, for 40 old-fashioned skills that kids need to learn today and 100 life skills you can teach your kids in five minutes or less. All right, guys. So that is all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Again, be sure to subscribe so that you're connected for all new content that comes out in new episodes. Bye. Y'all have a good night.